Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is going to be about bodies, my body dysmorphia journey, and it'll be labeled body dysmorphia. This is like part two, and I just kind of wanted to add this note to what I was talking about in the last one because I talked about what body dysmorphia was and how that can play into everyday life and, you know, how it presents itself sometimes. But, um, so my body dysmorphia journey, first off, hi, I'm Nicole and I am the host of this show and I cannot wait to see how the rest of my body dysmorphia journey goes. So far today, I'm having a really good day with the with the mental side of it, but I am kind of in my head on certain things with it, on and off, you know, day in and day out. So essentially, when it comes to body dysmorphia, I always feel like the quote, big girl in school, end quote, and also like the bigger one in the family and in my friend circle. Like, I always felt like, you know, I'm the big girl to the skinny girl, you know, friend. And, you know, I've always felt that way, even, you know, even if I had friends who were plus size, like I was, you know, I still always felt like the bigger friend. And I think that also played into many, many roles of how I am as an adult with making sure my my kid doesn't feel that way and whatnot. So it caused me to isolate myself a lot because I always feel like you know people pick me as a friend or choose me as a friend because I'm an easy target to make them look better. I mean that could just be in my head. It could be real. I don't know. I don't ever get you know, straightforward answers when I ask certain people questions like this, so I stopped asking questions like this. But for me, I am not able to lose and keep off weight. It just does not happen for me. Um, I get so burnt out on trying that I get to the point to where I don't feel like it's a healthy thing for me mentally. So I just kind of will back off from from the whole idea and just I've found new approaches to things and finding foods through that I like to eat that are more intuitive of what my body is telling me that I need and I think from there that has really helped me um, identify <clears throat> what makes my body feel good and what my body doesn't feel good eating if that makes sense and you'll notice that some people can tolerate you know dairy and it doesn't cause inflammation whereas for me I'll eat certain things that have dairy in them and they'll cause inflammation not all things just some things I can eat cheese I can eat um, certain ice creams and things but if I make something with heavy cream in it or regular whole milk my stomach hurts for days and I've had to switch to a certain kind of milk and I can't do any of the um, <clears throat> oat milk, almond milk because they're in, 
they're usually made in factories that are processing almonds and soy. And those are my two uh, things that cause me to have anaphylactic um, responses when it comes to my list of allergies. So I know to stay away from that. Now, soy milk is, I think it tastes so good. Like, I love the taste of soy milk. I think it's the closest thing for me to, like, drinking regular milk. And um, this is a recent note on finding out I was allergic to it about, I want to say, nine years ago I found out just how allergic I was to soy milk. So I have had to stick with finding alternatives that are just lactose-free cow's milk. So everybody's going to have certain things, you know, that they can eat and they can't eat. And as far as the body dysmorphia goes, I find that that has so much to do with your mental health. That has so much to do with, you know, if you're getting a good night's sleep, if you're waking up on the right side of the bed. You know, those kinds of things. So, at the end of the day, you just have to make sure that, you know, if you're having negative thoughts about yourself, take them, write them down, shove them to the side somewhere. Okay? Save up that pile of negative thoughts, okay, about your body dysmorphia. And I'm even going to be doing the same thing. I'm going to start taking these notes down. And I want to take them out to my fire pit and I'm going to read them out loud and say I'm letting go of this about myself and read them off and burn them. And then I'm going to kind of like release them in a way. I have done stuff like this in the past and I felt like it did take a lot off my shoulders. It made me feel a lot better. But at the same time... I still feel like there's a lot of mental health work that I'm still doing day in and day out, and I think we all are. So if you're in the same boat as I am and you're working on your mental health, you're working on your body dysmorphia and dealing with, you know, either healthier eating choices, um, better lifestyle changes and things like that, you're not alone. There's a lot of us out here, you know, women especially are struggling and I know there's men out there that struggle day in and day out with things like this too and we have to just show support for one another and at the end of the day we will we will get to a point to where it all makes sense on why we are the way we are and we'll learn how to ultimately reprogram our brains to where we can be more positive about our bodies and less on the dysmorphia side of things, you know, because everybody's bodies are so different. And I think that is the beautiful thing in life is like, you're going to come across people who are different shapes, different sizes, different, you know, races, sexualities, all these things. And at the end of the day, still be able to have really great connections with these people, still be able to have you know, wonderful conversations and time with these people. Just don't take it for granted. I appreciate every moment you have with the people you have around you. 
because despite what you may feel like you're going through mentally with your body dysmorphia, other people are going through some of the same things. So we have to show that kindness and compassion toward other people and just live our lives to make ourselves and make ourselves happy and teach others to do the same thing. So I appreciate you all tuning in to the second part of body dysmorphia and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Have a good one.